0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to two. Tilt- Happy Monday, everybody, or let's call it No Malice Monday. Time to put up or shut up and do what you do. Cream rises to the top and only the real ones come through. It's your boy, OG, and if it's your first time joining us, tip stands for Talking in Layman's Terms. Talk is cheap when you're on a quest. Once the, you call score, scoreboard, there's no doubt left. Get in where you fit in or it's a long way home. You either start studded or fade into the unknown. Once again... It's No Malice Monday. I don't keep you long today. Let's dive right in. Let's go. All right. Let's jump into a little NFL news. I love it when the brothers get paid. Uh, Jalen Hurts gets a five year, $255 million contract with uh, $179 million guaranteed. Now, I see what they're doing. Of course, Jalen wasn't going to get the type of money that Lamar is asking for. But where is Joe Barrow's contract? Where is uh, Justin Herbert's contract? That's what we want to see. We want to compare. Because like I said, neither one of those guys have an MVP on the resume. Although Joe has been to the Super Bowl, you can't tell me he's not getting $200 million. So even with the Odell Beckham signing Baltimore Ravens, what's the holdup? If you don't want him, just let him go. Because I'm pretty sure he's going to get that money somewhere else. Or is it... Like I said, Lamar's playing chess, not checkers. He's holding out because he wants to see what they're going to do with those two guys so he can sue them for collusion. But stay tuned. It should get interesting because they're going to have to say something with the draft coming up in less than two weeks. So we'll, we'll stay close to that. Then we got uh, Josh Harris to buy the commanders for $6.5 billion. I mean, maybe they get... This this team so I'm a Dallas fan so I don't care one way or the other but the Commanders I think they've got uh they got a they got Ron Rivera he's a good coach they've got talent I just think they need a, a new slate Snyder's a super fan and a, and a frat boy and the whole situation is run amok, and I think a new start will do the team good I mean competition is competition. I'm a cowboy, but hey, I welcome the competition, but Snyder's got to go. Also, Jerry McCoy, the third pick in the 2010 draft, caused it quits. He retires. He spent nine nine years with Tampa Bay. He signed with the Cowboys for one year, but had a bad knee injury. Never played a game for us. Then he signed with the Raiders, and the knee acted up again. Never played a game for them. You'll see him on NFL TV. Uh, congratulations, Gerald, on a great career. Then we have Brock Purdy, Mr. New 49ers quarterback. Didn't have to have Tommy John surgery. And it, as has been told, he's got the inside track to to uh, being the starting quarterback for the 49ers. Who, like I said, is Shanahan. He can never make up his mind who he wants to play at quarterback. You, you traded up for Trey Lance in the draft. He was supposed to be the end-all, be-all. Purdy's had eight games under his belt. And all of a sudden, he's the Messiah. This mm-hmm. is going to be fun to watch. Because I've already told you, after four years, Shanahan goes nowhere but down. But stay tuned to that also. Also, the, the Dolphins signed Robbie Anderson, who already is welcome, and with the Panthers, another weapon on the outside. If Tua can stay healthy, will they get a real backup quarterback? It's going to be a problem. All right, and then uh, the Cardinals safety, Buda Baker. Says he wants a tw- he wants a trade. The organization that this is in disarray. Uh, the Bidwells have been accused of some uh, not so good practices. So he wants out. And DeAndre Hopkins still hangs in the balance. The coach doesn't know if he wants him or if he doesn't want him. All I know if he put him on the market, he's going to be gone pretty quick. No matter the problems he's had with PEDs, um, D Hop hasn't had any. Uh, off-field issues with the cops or anything. You know, just just when they want to devalue a player, that's the crap they say. But I hope he gets out of. Uh, I hope he gets out of Arizona. But if I'm a quarterback there, I'm like I'm begging him to stay. But we'll see how that goes. Now moving on a little bit, NBA news. What is going on with the injuries? Half of these guys play less than fifty games a year. Now everybody's hurt. John ja Morant, his hand. Giannis. His back. Tyler Hero, broken hand. Come on. Really? With load management, now it's time to play for real and everybody's getting hurt. It's like Zion. Zion's been hurt for half of his career. Come on, big fella. I'm not going to say you should have played, but the way they explain this contract, it's, pretty, it's not like a normal NBA contract where all his money's guaranteed. It's more like a football contract. And like I said, this, this, this stuff with the guys, these guaranteed contracts for them, not even playing the whole season, yeah, that's about to come to an end for for guys like him. Not saying it's John's fault that he got hurt, but he needs to do some things to help himself. And and to this point, he's not doing it because he's on the sideline. He should have walked out there, at least gave it a shot. I'm not one to tell man what to do, but it looks really, really bad. That's all I'm saying. Uh, the Rockets are trying to give Sam Casella interview a shot at being the Rockets coach. If you're smart, he won't get out of the interview without being the coach. That's all I'm saying. You got young talent, and if you really want to win, he's the guy you should hire. Frank Vogel, no. But we'll see. The the owner, uh, Tito Vertilla or whatever his name is, he's not really interested in sports. I think he just want to be part of the boys club. But we'll see. Hopefully Sam gets that job. In other news, the rapper E-40 got escorted out of the Sacramento game because a heckler was heckling him, came down to him, said some things, he said some things back, and he's the guy that had to leave. Imagine that. Now, he's sitting courtside. She's sitting behind him. I would think the guy that's sitting in the $40,000 seats, I would think he gets the benefit of the doubt in that one. But... You don't want to make it a black and white thing. She was a white female. He was a big black dude with a big uh, gold chain on. So, like I said, it didn't look good. The optics didn't look good. And uh, Jalen Rose came on to defend him. But uh, Sacramento need to make a statement or something. That was totally wrong. Like I said, if you paying that much money to set courtside, you can stand up as many times as you want. That was supposedly the issue that he stood up too frequently like i said if i'm playing 40 grand or whatever he paid to get those seats in a playoff game i'm gonna stand up as much as i want i'm gonna talk as much about as i want and if you watch the video the security guard didn't even want to hear his side of the story didn't even want to hear his side of the story but you let the roles be reversed if the black guy came down and talked to a white lady on court side they would have had the whole security team it wouldn't have been any conversation They would have just had the whole security team walk him out like he was a criminal. This crap got to stop, man. It's got to stop. Moving on, NCAA, the big Syracuse center, Edwards, is transferring to West Virginia. Jim Boeheim's exit, I I think a few more players from Syracuse are going to be in the transfer portal. Don't like how that all went down. Jim had the right to leave. He should have had the right to leave when he wanted to. But some people stay too long. I think Jim stayed too long, but I still think he should have had the right to leave when he wanted to leave. Memphis recruit, Mikey Williams. Like I said, I don't even like to report on the negative with these kids. This kid's got everything going for him. Big-time recruit from Memphis and Penny Hardaway rested on gun charges. What were you thinking? Even if this uh, comes not to be true, stop putting yourselves... In these situations. You got futures, real futures. But you're gonna throw it away for whatever reason. Trying to be street, trying to be hood, whatever. Be a kid. Get that money. Stop playing. Then we uh also in college basketball, UConn guard Lena, he transfers to St. John's. But Patinos already start plucking. He's already started plucking. St. John's is gonna be something to reckon with. And uh, the UConn uh, center, Sanago, he declares for the NBA draft, uh, along with his uh, fellow teammate, Hawkins, which I don't know. Hawkins, I don't know why he's going in the draft. Hopefully he just declares but didn't get an agent because he's definitely not ready. Okay, that's what I got on the quick kiss for today. We're going to get into what I wanted to get into with everybody's watching. It's slow in the sports realm right now. So, we're going to get into these NBA playoffs. First, we're going to start with the Nets and the Sixers. I mean, like I keep telling people, I think the Nets, I mean, uh, the Sixers are going to win this, but it's not going to be as easy as they think. Of course, uh, uh, Mikael Bridges has arrived. He's that guy right now. He's not the super, superstar, but he's putting up numbers. That, that could, You know, it could blossom into him being that number one guy. That remains to be seen. I mean, the Nets don't... They're not big enough inside to stop MB. He can't... MB can do no wrong. They're uh, crying about him being in the lane for three seconds. It doesn't matter. The Nets have nobody to stop him. I mean, they have bodies that they could use on him to get six fouls or whatever the case may be. But MB can do what he wants in this, uh, uh, this series. And Harden finally showed up. I'm like... I've seen the best and the worst of Harden, and the worst usually shows up in the playoffs. This shouldn't really be a real real test because like I said, the Nets don't really have a superstar. Mikhail Bridges is a superstar in the making. He's just not one yet. I still have this thing going six. I think the Nets will steal a couple of games, but still ultimately the six is gonna take it. Now moving on to the Hawks and the Celtics. This was <sighs> yeah, you could have turned this off in the first quarter. I mean, the the Celtics, everybody on the Celtics hit a three, including the water boy. It was just crazy. Trade rumors, I mean, it's crazy. Why would you put trade rumors out there about Trey Young when you're trying to make a playoff run? Trey's also, they're talking about Trey's not this, Trey's not that. Trey's the guy two years ago that took the Hawks to the conference finals where they hadn't been in a while. So don't sleep on him. Like I said, I think he's watered as well coming to Atlanta. And with the new coach, you know, him him not being his type of guy. You might see Clay. I mean, you might see trade moving, but that remains to be seen. Jalen Brown is just a dog. He's just a dog, and he needs his own team. That's all I'm saying. I mean, he's never gonna get the recognition that he deserves in Boston because Tatum's there. But Tatum turns into Casper when they really need him to be Batman, and Jalen Brown turns into Batman and gets overlooked. So yeah, maybe he needs his own team. Maybe he just needs to go highlight the Nets. Him and Mikhail Bridges, that would be a good tandem. Then we have the Knicks and the Cavaliers. I told you, the Knicks are just tougher. They're just tougher. Like, and, and the Cavaliers are not going to get anything. Donovan Mitchell can score 50. Mobley, the young first-round draft pick, Mobley has to step up. He's like, he can get you 20 and 10. He, he, he's got to step up for them to make this an even season because the Knicks are going to kill him on the boards. Jalen Brunson is doing the Jalen Brunson, so it's going to be hard. I mean, if you ask me, Cleveland's got the better guards. You got Garland and uh, Donovan Mitchell, but Brunson and uh, R.J. Barrett, whoever you put Quigley, whoever you put back there, to give maximum effort, and they're like I said, they're just tougher. They do the little things better. They coach by Tom Thibodeau. He's, he's like he feels like he's got a left-handed Jalen. Ro- I mean, uh. A left-handed Derrick Rose without the hops. So, like I said, if Mobley steps up, this thing is going seven. And it's a coin toss. If he doesn't, I think the Knicks will get him in six. I still think the Knicks are going to win. So, we're going to see about that. Then the series that everybody is watching. The Kings convinces the Warriors. Whoo! Man, this was the, the, the connect, Kentucky Connection. Monk- and my man De'Aaron Fox put on a show. I mean, don't don't get it twisted because Steph and Clay kind of did their thing too. Just not to the tune of 70 points like those two guys. And if you're looking at uh, Monk and saying, oh, he's that was a streaky, that was a lucky game. And you haven't been watching basketball. Monk is for real. He just hasn't found the right situation. And, and all things considered, he should be starting in Sacramento instead of hurdle. I don't know what that's about. Maybe uh, Mike Brown wants to punch off the bench for whatever the case may be, but Monk is for real because he gave it to anybody who wanted to get it trying to guard him the other night. Uh, Steph couldn't guard him. Clay definitely couldn't guard him. Wiggins gave him a little bit of pause, but he got buckets too. And the the, the Warriors' road record, I think that's the best road game they played all year without winning it. They got Wiggins back in the fold. They look good. I was watching them, and like I said, to me, they looked like the best two teams I've seen play all year. It was back and forth. It was competitive. And Mike Brown simply outcoached Steve Kerr. The rotations Kerr, sometimes he couldn't get Jordan Poole on track. He had Kamunga in there for a, a couple of series. But like I said, the young boys don't want to play their role. But the Warriors have a problem. The Warriors have a big problem. That problem is the Kings are not afraid of them. They're not, so I don't. You know, I don't see the Warriors laying down any. But it's gonna be an uphill battle. Those boys are young, they're athletic, and they have what Golden State does not have. They have an inside presence. Cause if Sabonis had made half of his shots during that game, it wouldn't have been close. It wouldn't have been one or two points down the stretch. It'd have been about a ten-point lead at home. If Sabonis shows up. The Warriors are going to really have to work. Steph's going to have to score more than 30. My uh, my man Clay's going to have to score score more than 20. And Poole's going to have to give him something off the bench. Like I said, they're solidified now. They got Wiggins back. But it ain't over. And like I said, they have a problem. Okay, next we're going to go to the Lakers and the Grizzlies. Okay, the young boys have talked themselves into a corner. They've got the injuries, but injuries are a part of any sport. With uh, Adams going down and also Clark, the Energized Bunny going down, now John's gonna have to put up a shut up. I noticed they haven't been talking a lot, other than Dylan Brooks. Uh, but hey, LeBron was a non-factor in the offense, but he played great defense. So that's the problem. I'm like, if he doesn't have to score, they finally move the ball like they should have been moving it all year jaw went down with a hand injury <laughs> these young guys i'm not trying to put it on them because they be talking smack and all that but they just soft they just soft it's the playoffs man suck it up ad with his shoulder he thought he popped his shoulder out of socket just soft these dudes are softer than ice cream in the summertime come on man up let's play austin Reeves play great but trust me he is not him you can yell at all he wants to. He had a, he had a great game. He was an opportunist, and, and he took a full advantage, and I'm happy for him. But if you noticed, they ignored LeBron down the stretch. They was like, no, you're not holding the ball, and you're not going to take, take the glory from us right now. So as much as they said it's a team effort and all that, later parts of that game, they, was, they were not giving LeBron James the ball. And you noticed, after the game, LeBron didn't go congratulate Mr. Reeves, he went straight to the locker room. Now, why is that? Like I said, you got to look around when you have success and people are not clapping for you. In that instance, he didn't clap for him. In any other instance, he would have ran up on him in an interview and all of that. You think LeBron's feelings were hurt? I don't know. But like I said, he was the fourth leading scorer on the team yesterday. And the Grizzlies... Like I said, the Grizzlies pulled up, and I was uh, critical of Jaron Jackson Jr. He's unorthodox, but he gave the Lakers that work yesterday. He just didn't have any help in the later stages. I thought the Grizzlies panicked. I thought the coach he he just might not be the guy for that job because he made some not so smart uh, moves down the stretch, especially when he had uh, Jones at the point guard. He's steady Eddie. He could run the team, but they started jacking up threes when they got behind only by three. Not a good idea. This is going to be an interesting series. I initially picked the Grizzlies to win. I'm still going to pick them to win if they can get it together. But it wouldn't surprise me at all if the Lakers win because they really don't have an answer for AD. The only problem is they don't go to them enough. But we're going to see if they can get it together. And we're going to see if the Grizzlies can get it together. And if Ja comes back, it's really not... Uh, bad omen that, that Jaw might be out a couple of games because, like I said, Jones runs the team better than him. He doesn't throw the ball away, all kinds of stuff. Jaw is their best ISO player, and he's their best guy in in transition. But he, I wouldn't say he's the de facto leader of that team. They miss his talent, and they're way less than what they. At least with Jaw, they got a chance. With with Jones at the point, maybe. Just look at the numbers, you'll see. But we'll find out. Then we had the Heat versus the Bucks. And like I said, Giannis went down, bruised lower back. But the Bucks, I don't really see this as a as a, a problem for them. They've got uh, Middleton, they've got Holiday, you know, they got Portis, they got Lopez. They got vets where they can they can hang on till he, till he gets back. Now everybody's hyping up the heat and Jimmy Butler. They just lost Tyler Hero, which was is bad. But they got Duncan Robinson on the bench, who they paid all that money to. People want to know why he's sitting. Jimmy and Bam are a great duo, but I don't think it's gonna be enough for the death that the Bucks have. No matter what, Jimmy Butler is not a number one. He'll be a great number one no two or three set beside a superstar, but he's not a franchise player. I don't care how much many numbers he's putting up, they're not going to the finals behind him. Like I say, I like Jimmy. He's a good player, not great. And they're not gonna ride him to the playoffs. Not this roster. Now unless they catch lightning in the bottle again, or Giannis doesn't come back. But we're gonna see nonetheless. It's gonna be a good series, so we'll see what happens. Uh, lastly, we had, I mean, not lastly, we had the Clippers and the Suns. <sighs> this is the one we got, need to talk about. Monty Williams needed to get it together. Monty needs to get it together. His, his his substitution pattern sucked. He got outcoached by Ty, tyron Lue. He, yes, he did. He got outcoached by Tyron Lue with the subs he was putting in there. And then these guys were coming in the game shooting the ball like they didn't know Kevin Durant was on their team. How do you? How does Kevin Durant go a whole quarter without taking a shot? If Kevin Durant has 11 assists, something's wrong. Not that he's not playing good team ball. You didn't get him there to be the assist guy. That would be Chris Paul and whoever's playing behind him. Chris Paul was atrocious last night. He could throw it in the ocean. Then you bring these guys in that can't throw it in the ocean either. you got... TJ Warren who dropped fifty before you got uh, Terrence Ross on the bench. Terrence is a baller; he can get you twenty anytime. He neither one of those guys saw the floor when you saw Kevin struggling. Kevin wasn't really struggling; they just were not giving him the ball, or he couldn't get the ball. I don't know what what the, what the problem is, but down the stretch, I love Book, and Book was doing his thing. But down the stretch, he need to tell those guys give Kevin Durant the ball. The way they talk about, well, Kawhi outshined him. How the hell Kawhi out? He scored more points than Kevin because Ty fed him the whole game. Get him the ball. That's what you do to the number one guy. Give him the ball. There's no time to be worried about hurt feelings and all of that crap. Because you know KD is going to catch hell no matter what he does. 27-11-9 last night. And according to them, he played a bad game. They didn't get him the ball. CP3 is done. I'm looking at free agency next year, if they don't make it out of this series, go get Fred VanVleet or get Trey Young. One of those guys will help them immensely. And Andre Ayton, number one, pick my ass. Come on, dude. You're seven foot. Stop playing so soft. Stop shooting jumpers. They don't have anybody down there to really match you. Go in the paint and bang these dudes. Kawhi was Kawhi. I won't give Kawhi that. I mean, he's he's a star. I'm going to give him a Superstar status, because like I said, he, Kawhi doesn't care about you saying he's good or not good. He just shows up and plays, and that's what he did last night. Uh, so kudos to him, but as far as him just outshining KD, stop it. He guarded KD four times. KD guarded him seven times. Nobody outshine anybody. Like I said, they just gave Kawhi the ball more than, more than him. And then Brody showed up. Brody showed up, showed out. They love trying to get Brody out the lead. His athleticism is next level. He did what he had to do. And the reason they lost that game in the later stages is because they could not get a rebound. Brody got all of them. He got like five rebounds in like the last minute and a half when they had to have it. So, like I said, it's going to be touch and go. He's going to play his game still. The Suns should win this thing. If these guys wake up on their team and realize that Kevin Durant is on their team, yeah, he's on your team. If he ever went goes a quarter and doesn't shoot the ball, I'm sitting everybody's ass. That's what I'm doing. If I'm Monty Williams, you need to get off that San Antonio BS and put KD at the top. Let him do his thing. As a Suns fan, cut it out. Cut it out. That's you're not Popovich. Get get rid of that whole that spur share the ball thing. Go one four and let KD do his thing. That's all I'm saying. And finally, yeah, get everybody need to get off Brody. Get off Westbrook. It's like it's, it's clear that they want him out of the league for what for whatever purpose, but leave him alone, man. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Stop all this crime. You don't have him to blame on the Lakers no more. And now he, he, he helped them to win that game last night. And everybody, oh, I, I knew it. No, you were bashing him before tip-off. Get off of Brody. And the last game was the Timberwolves versus the Nuggets. Nuggets having Jokic having to prove something. And the Timberwolves just happy to be in the playoffs. Well, nobody really watched this game. It was over pretty much in the first quarter. The coach for Minnesota, to me, doesn't have a clue. Doesn't have a clue. these guys seem like they're uninterested, they're stunting the growth for Anthony Edwards. He doesn't know what to do or when to do it. Jamal Murray finally looked good after being out almost two years with that knee that with that bad knee. He looked great last night, and uh like I said, if they were just the MVP joke kick, he was just average. Like I said, he's not particularly great at any one thing, but he does what he's supposed to do. And last night, he just did what he was supposed to do. He scored, he rebounded, and he passed the ball. But like I said, this series was a sleeper. It was was over in the first quarter. Uh, And if the Nuggets want any respect, they should go ahead and sweep these guys. Because like I said, they look uninterested, not ready to play. The Steelers hire and... These guys within they need to hire a real. The Minnesota needs to hire a real coach that can get these guys motivated. Minnesota has had talent throughout the years. They just haven't had a guy to get the most out of them. You can look around the league and see the guys they had. They had Zach Levine. They had Wiggins. Come on, man. It's sad, but like I said, uh, the Nuggets should sweep them. If they want any kind of respect. They should sweep sweep them. They play way better basketball. And Minnesota don't know what they want to do. Well, like I said, I wasn't going to keep you long today. That's all I really have. Uh, we'll be into the NBA heavy in the next show. Uh, the draft coming, is coming up in the next couple of weeks. So I have uh, who's getting who and uh, everything else is sports. As always, it's your boy OG and I'm out. You. T.